now. Now. It's time for your VO news served piping hot and fresh. Gather round. It's time for the voiceover cafe. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of the voiceover cafe. VO news served up piping hot. We apologize. We've been away. Uh, Trish was in jail and I was on jury duty. Uh, okay. What did I do? Oh, maybe... Maybe you weren't in jail. I thought I, I thought around. I read something in one of the uh, voiceover Facebook groups. You know, there's 300 of them now online. Uh, 301, I think. Yeah, I think so. Now. And I and I read that you were that you were serving time. Is that true? Uh, I'm pretty sure that was you. <laughs> I was the one serving and and you know serving jury duty. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We'll stick with we'll stick with that story. Yeah, we'll stick with that. But uh, where's uh, I think it's time for some beverages before we kind of get going here. Is uh, yeah. Is the jackass around anywhere? <laughs> hey, come on. <laughs> Where is that? Know. Oh, yeah, there he is. Oh, hi, help. guys. Hi, guys. Fish. Hi, guys. How's it going? It's a quiet day, isn't it? Yeah. <sighs> well, I tell you what, I'm on a health kick now, so I'll take some coconut water. Coconut water. You know, culturally, there's a big difference here. In the UK, I call that coconut milk because it's the funniest looking water I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah, no, we got it. We got it. No problems. Mr. Tom Deere, who hosts our Totally True Tales, he won't be with us today, but uh, he, he kind of gave me that tip that coconut water is really good for a hangover. Yeah, I and, heard that. Uh, uh, man, uh, oh man, let me tell you, I haven't stopped drinking since. <laughs> well, anyway, it, it's it's good for you to be off the caffeine. <laughs> you seem a little quieter at the moment. This is good. This is good. And you, my dear? Um, I'll take a chai latte, please. Okay, hold a on. A big one. Jordan, big chai latte for the lovely one and some coconut water for the not-so-lovely one. <laughs> See, you want to hang oh. out with us a bit, Bish, if uh, yeah, things are it, a little slow? Yeah, Bish, it's we don't quiet. have a guest today, so you're going to you're gonna fill in for, you know, for about two or three people that promised they'd come on the show and just haven't been able to make it work out. You mean Shatner didn't make it again? He didn't make it again. Morgan Freeman didn't make it either, and he, uh, he texted me twice and said he was going to be available today. Well, mm-hmm. well... Well, sure, I'll fill in. I'll sit down. I said there's nothing else happening at the moment. The Voiceover Cafe. By the way, Peter, a real, real, just a real quick story here. You know how when you text somebody for the first time in like six months and the previous conversation shows up above the text? I find that's terrible, especially when it's no girlfriend. <laughs> well, I was, uh, I sent Dan Friedman a text yesterday because we were working together. And uh, right above the, I said, are you ready to go? And the conversation, the last thing I said to him, which was maybe well over a year ago, it said, get your ass to the black fin. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Charlotte. Oh. And oh uh, for those of you that, of course, have no idea back. what we're talking about, the black fin was a saloon. It was kind of the, the place where we all kind of met up when we when we did FAFCON in Charlotte. And uh, man, was that a good time. Even the thought of the black thing makes me actually want to try this coconut water now. <laughs> mm, yes. Well, if you just stick with Guinness, you just never have a hangover. I could drink Guinness until I'm blue in the face, and, oh, and yeah. uh, I'm it's fantastic. I never wake up with a hangover. I don't know about you guys. But. Oh, well, Guinness is fantastic all by itself. But I suppose we should actually get on to some voiceover-related topics. People that are listening yes. to this ep- uh, podcast for the first time might be going, Jesus, guys are a bunch of drunks. Hang on, drink, drinking at Blackfin is VO related. Oh, Sorry. it is very. There were a lot of great tips and conversations about our industry right there at the uh, at the saloon. And 
I learned that night that the best thing you can do in Blackfins is get Terry's credit card number. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> Wonderful. Everyone thanks you, Terry. The VoiceOver Cafe. Hey, I want to, let me introduce one quick little subject to you guys, because I think this, this will be a pretty good tip for, for some of our listeners as far as uh, a little bit of Facebook marketing. I want to just throw this real quick, and then we'll go on to some other stuff. But do you guys ever get those little notices where you get invited to like somebody's Facebook page? Oh, God, that's yeah, sneaky. Oh, yeah, the notifications. You know, I, I find that it not only is that intrusive, but it's really a poor way of marketing, because if you, uh, in my opinion... You know, you should tell somebody why they should like your page and tell them what's in it for them. Yeah, but you can't really do that through Facebook, can you? Well, you can you can make a little, you know, you can make a post in your Facebook business page about what you're going to do. Like you're going to have some contests coming up. You're going to do some surveys. Mm. You're going to do this. You're going to do a voiceover tip of the day, which is, you know, I've, I'm fairly religious about that on my own Facebook. I just hate getting those little notifications. Come and like my page. Or if you even you get, uh, you know, people in the uh, Facebook voiceover groups that say, hey, do me a favor, guys, and like my page. Well, why should we like your page and yeah, what's in it for just, us? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, provide. I, a lot of people don't understand the importance of providing good content. It's yes, not just yes, that's what, what you I'm getting booked at. recently yeah. or, you know, what your audi- how many auditions you've done today. It's, it's a, you know, uh, I, I try to, I mean, Twitter is the same way. Uh, really, social me- all of social media is the same way. Is if you're constantly putting commercials out there, people aren't going to listen to you. And if you con- if you kind of mix in commercials once in a while with information that people can find useful yep. then that really that really helps so try to provide more non-vo content or non-you content in your in your facebook pages uh, and then yeah people will like it and and actually interact i'm not so sure what the numbers actually do for people anyway the ones that bug me are the oh like my page and i'll like yours it's like this mutual and all you're doing is bumping up numbers but what do the numbers actually do um, <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. I'm socially we just all want to be loved. Everybody wants to be loved. Well, it's, it's you know, it's 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 similar to you know people posting their demos in a in a voiceover pros Facebook group page. I mean, what is that really going to do for your career? Mm-hmm. By the way, why am I following country artists on Twitter? What the hell? <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm not following. What is going? I am not following Toby Keith here. I don't understand why people follow celebrities, but Trish, did you hack? Did you hack into my Twitter account? Uh, He (laughs) found me out. I just saw a little tweet from Toby Keith. I'm like, what the? Somebody's gotten into my account. Why would I hack into your account, Terry? I have more followers than you do. I know. Are you sure you didn't pay for those forty thousand followers? Do do you want some water for that burn, Terry? My 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 lack of social (laughs) life proves the fact that I that I did not pay somebody for those or those very organic Twitter. Well, that's true. I think you might you may have been the first member of Twitter. You might have been the first person to sign up. It was up. very lonely for a while. You're right. <laughs> yeah, it was. I remember there was just a, there was just a few people on it back when when you told me about it like six or seven years ago. The Voiceover Cafe. Let's talk about something real quick here. Uh, and uh, Peter and I were kind of talking about that before the show. Do you guys find that there's there's a lot of kind of so-called agents out there now, kind of with these backdoor subscription fees? Do you are you finding? this online even on facebook or like more of these coming out like almost every year what are your thoughts 
Yeah, I got one recently, um, and we're, I'm not naming names, but yeah, I, I did receive a, an offer recently from from a talent agent that said we would like to represent you, but we would like to we would like you to pay. You know, you have to pay this fifteen dollar per month or fourteen ninety five or whatever it was per month for this subscription fee. Um, the the only fees that I understand that that I've encountered so far in my ten years in the full time business has been the fact that you know uh, there are a- agents now sometimes sometimes and not even all of them are doing it but uh, they will um, make you pay when they take you onto the roster sometimes they'll charge like less than a hundred bucks it's like $75 fee sometimes for adding you to the website it's basically mm-hmm. to pay the web guy right, right. Uh, to normal. add your demos and, and, and page and stuff to the website uh, this was a monthly subscription fee um, to another service that wasn't didn't I didn't understand how it was connected to the agency, but it seemed kind of shady to me because it, it seemed to me that's double dipping. You you're going to charge, you know, um, to for for the each of your talent to be listed, but you're also going to take ten or fifteen percent when you get them a job. And to, I don't know the legalities in that. Maybe we should get Rob on to talk about it. But right, right. Um, you know, but uh, yeah. So what have you? What has been your experiences? Well, I was um, approached the uh, same way, the 49 was 180 bucks a year. And on that note, I have paid one other agent I paid money to. I think it was a $25 one-off, non-recurring, as you say, to pay the web guy. Um, but I actually wrote back to this guy and said, uh, an agent-talent relationship should be a symbiotic thing. Um, you're approaching me because you think I can make you money, and hopefully we both make money. So how about you take me on and out of my first commission, my first job, take the subscription. So, you know, front it. You're sure I'm going to make you money, so I'll pay you when I make you money. He Mm -hmm. wasn't interested in that. He wanted me to subscribe to the service. Um, Mm -hmm. I've heard he has people on his roster already that aren't using this service. And he's basically asking everyone and their cat to come on the roster. <laughs> mm-hmm. This this is just this is just trying to get subscriptions at fourteen ninety five a month, hundred and eighty bucks a year, and I know I've got no foundation for this whatsoever. But as they always say, follow the money. And they're yeah. only voice bank things anyway, as far as I can see. Yeah, I mean that's the whole thing. I mean, do, do you really want to you know you really want to pay the money to get uh, the same audition you're already getting twice from, <laughs> from three, <laughs> two yeah, other from agencies? A other agents. Mm-hmm. And most pros these days have multiple agents, and we see a lot of times the the same or you know the different agents will send the same job, um, which is fine. It's just the way the business is, and you have to decide who you're going to submit through. But I get I get all my auditions for free right now, so it's like why why would I pay fifteen dollars a month to add when I'm only going to get opportunities from them that I'm already seeing from the agents that I'm with for free? <laughs> right. Well, that's true, and there's a huge difference for those of you that are, that aren't uh, super familiar with uh, with with the you know. There's a big difference between a, a talent agency and a talent directory, 
because there's many directories out there that'll charge you like an annual fee just to you know be listed on their site with a name linked to your website and blah 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 i mean there's a million of those trish i think we fell for a lot of them about six years ago yeah (laughs) yeah we're still kind of a little bit newer and and just you know you you try to take every opportunity you can and you you know try it out as long i mean you know they they do with with this agency they're 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 not having a heavy sign a contract or anything so you don't have to sign you're not in it for the whole 180 bucks a year if you want to quit after two months you can do that so you're only 30 bucks in but it's still the fact that they're trying to trying to charge up front and and a lot of new people just don't know they don't know that this isn't the norm yeah i don't think i didn't think i'd ever say something like this but you're probably better off paying for a voices subscription Right. <clears throat> no, you probably you really are. And what when these when these new kind of directories come around, I always try to get a hold of the person in charge, and I, it's the same result every time. Nobody gets back to me. They're afraid to answer a few simple questions, like, okay, well, what are you guys doing for SEO? I mean, are people going to be able to find you in a Google search? You know, are you are you going to be marketing to you know production companies, audiovisual services, and and nobody can ever answer that simple question. So I stay away. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, there, there, I think there's enough people out there that just don't know to ask those questions that they'll wind up making a little bit of money and maybe wind up getting, you know, a, a getting some some decent talent also. But I think a lot of new people are just are, are going to wind up being attracted to an offer like that. Yeah, very true. There's one other point with that. A lot of people are actually saying, oh, I've looked at the roster and it seems quite interesting. But these are people that he's garnered over the past two or three years that are on his list um, and not paying anything. So it's almost like here's the lost leader at the front of the store to get you in. So people are saying, oh, if they're with them, maybe I should be. But Mm -hmm. they're with them for free. Right, right. It's interesting. It's an interesting world these days with uh, with all of us working online. And uh, there's just, you know, every day there seems to be a new agency or directory coming out. So you definitely have to do your research on this. The VoiceOver Cafe. Uh, Real quick, it was a very sad week last week. Uh, as we lost mm-hmm. one of our, our colleagues in the industry, Vanessa Hart passed away. And mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys knew her very well. I had worked on a couple of projects with her, and she became uh, a very good friend. But uh, what an absolute uh, tragedy for our industry. Yeah, it was a big shock, definitely. Um, I I met her once at Voice 2012, and um, she was delightful. Um, and several years before that, I had had a conversation I think I somehow connected with her on a forum and I was asking about uh, either union status or ISDN or something I think it was union and she was she was a big union um, Vanessa was she was uh, she was you know very much a player in the union so yeah. um, I somehow I don't remember it was so long ago um, but it was probably a good five years ago and maybe four or five somehow I wound up on the phone with Vanessa and she and I just started talking business and talking shop and you know and and we both you know we were on the phone I'm on the east coast she's on the west coast and we were just you know we both had a glass of wine in our hands and we're both talking in the evening late late evening so um I remember her I don't do animation she 
she brought something out of me that I've never done in front of anybody uh, before. Uh, on the phone, we wound up kind of doing a little bit of a voice coaching session. Uh, she just thought it was it would be something fun to do, and she had. And I don't do animation at all. I, I really just don't change my voice. I, I I don't go for those kinds of jobs. Um, I do mostly straight, uh, my straight voice, but somehow on this phone call, she had me, by the end of the phone call, she was having me play an evil queen. Fun. And it was amazing. Like, I don't, I don't know if she was just being nice, but she was like, there it is. Like, she actually got that type of performance out of me in a, in a simple phone call. And it was, she was that easy to talk to. And I had never spoken with her before, ever before that. So... It was, I had a, and that's my experience with Vanessa. And then I got to meet her a couple of years later at, uh, at voice. Um, but we, we weren't close. Um, but she was definitely somebody that kind of made an impression on me. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, let's raise our glasses to Vanessa Hart. Um, speaking of ISDN, uh, I'm sure you're both familiar now with this new uh, IPDTL, I believe it's called. I don't have any. I'm, I'm planning on signing up for it in a couple of weeks here. But uh, could this possibly finally be the replacement for ISDN? It seems to be. Um, it, a lot of people, all of a sudden, it just you know took off. Um, I've been calling it only because I haven't heard anybody actually say it out loud. So I've been calling it. I, do you guys know what a padiddle is? <laughs> Must be a Jersey thing. <laughs> it must be a Jersey thing. Um, it's kind of like the like the punch buggy, but it's any time that uh, you know when you see a punch buggy, you know you, what you language punch somebody. are you talking? Oh, oh, Peter, you're you're English. It's okay. What's a punch buggy? <laughs> I'm sure Terry knows what a punch buggy is, right? Leave my padiddle alone. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, do you know what a punch buggy is? I don't know what a punch buggy is. Oh, God. I told you, okay. it's a Jersey We may have to oh, edit this not... out if it's something really stupid that I should no. be aware of. Okay. <laughs> it's whenever you're driving around and you see a Volkswagen bug. Oh, sure, yeah. And you're standing, sitting next to someone. Slug you punch bug. them. Yeah, you slug them in the arm and you say punch buggy blue or whatever well, color the, 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 buggy is, the bug is. In the Midwest, well, we call that slug bug. Oh, okay. Well, so we call it punch buggy. Yeah, that's the, uh, the there's the confusion I'm there. A discussion with someone about American culture. <laughs> this conversation. I know this is the very reason why every other country makes fun of us. Okay, right. One of the reasons. One yeah. of the it's just a pop culture thing. Okay, so so here in New Jersey, I haven't heard anybody do it in a while. But if you saw a car with one headlight, with a headlight burnt out, it that was called a padiddle. Mm. So you would you would like yell padiddle just like you would yell punch buggy and you would hit the person that's sitting next to you and whoever get whoever called the padiddle first was the one to hit you know so that you didn't get hit because it was you know that was you couldn't hit back so anyway so I've been calling it I padiddle <laughs> even though I, I really have no idea how how it's actually said uh, it might some they might be call it hip diddle hip diddle hip diddle oh okay some people are calling it. But, uh, right. It actually stands for IP down the line. Ah, and, okay. ah, there, and it is a Chrome. Is it a Chrome program? Yes. Yes, I, I have it, and I'm very impressed with it. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to be running it under Chrome because it uses the Opus codec, 
and that's about as technical as I'm going to get on this show because I know okay. it listens. Um, so, um, yeah, I've also got ISDN. So, yeah, that's going away slowly, mm-hmm. but not immediately. I mean, yeah. Okay, it's only going to go away the minute they start ripping it, physically ripping it out of studios because um, there are places you can't get it now. Mm-hmm. Uh, installations and it's being priced out of the market in other areas. So yeah, it's going away slowly. Yeah, slowly. Uh, I did hear that Verizon was it Verizon that got rid of it, but it's still there's like still. I think if you want to pay the money, that you can yeah. actually you can still get it, and that's that's how our world works anyway. But um, I, I did hear that you know it's generally they said they're not installing it anymore. But if you have connections and you right, have well, the money. Then you can get it. You can get it installed. But I have used the iPiddle, and uh, I have. I, I I really liked it. I only used it once. It was on a, a friend's, um, uh, you know, guest account or client account, and mm-hmm. it was really amazing. I was I was very impressed with the sound quality. Yes, I I I, I ran some tests with a colleague, and then signed up for it. Um, I mean, it's. Whether it, there are so many of them out there now, alternatives, um, Sound Street, I think even Source Source Elements with the Source Source Connect now or something, they're coming out with alternatives. Everyone's jumping on the bandwagon. Um, mm-hmm. I think with the IPDTL, they've got a good in because um, I think the BBC they're out of the UK and I think the BBC use them a lot. Now that's yeah, I hear that approval in, mm-hmm. in any any setup. And I've heard their name. All of a sudden, they were just blowing up on the forums. Everybody was all of a sudden talking about them. And I had heard little bits and pieces about Soundstreak, you know, when they first kind of came out a while ago. And uh, but but uh, IBDTL is like all of a sudden everybody was talking about it, and 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 there was just threads and threads of of this stuff, and like you know, fifty plus comments about it, and. All of a sudden, it's like boom, you know. The, the um, thing is, with any of these, you've you've got to be technically good enough to do it. But the problem is, the best technical solution may not win. It's like VHS and Betamax. Whoever presents the best face, the customer interface, um, the easiest usability for the talent, the studio, whoever, that's who's going to win. Um, there could be a product with a marginally better technical solution but if it's if most talents are going to look at the screen and going what the hell is this mm-hmm. the thing is about IPDTL it is easy it's easy yeah it's really easy um can you have a wireless connection and make this work yes mm-hmm. I actually tested it with my laptop they don't recommend it uh, when you sign up well when you establish a connection it actually measures your network speed and um, I think as long as you're running 700 kilobits per second plus, uh, which you should be able to get on a ATA211, even a G connection, but everyone's running N now anyway. So, yes, mm-hmm. as long as your connection is good, it works. I, I actually tried it out on my uh, little MacBook. Very cool. And uh, what, what is the website uh, that that one can go to to subscribe to the service? I think they're just plain IPDTL.com will get you. I mean, their, their website's a bit confusing. Yeah, places. I saw that. Um, but as long as you're going for the service that is the high quality one, which is for VOs, um, you, you're golden. 
the other stuff they do for low quality interviewing, that sort of stuff. But just go for it if it's got high quality on it and you're paying over a hundred bucks per year. That's the right one. Very, very cool. You're listening to the Voiceover Cafe, VO News, served up piping hot. In case you haven't guessed, we uh, we really have no guest what to speak of today, and um, our budget's been cut, so we're no longer allowed to have them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, honestly, the reason we haven't done a damn show for the last, whatever, what is it, four or five months, even longer, is because it's well, just, it's we've had scheduling conflicts with, with people who are pretty much busier than we are. I think November was our last one. I don't think it's been that long. Oh, that's embarrassing. We need to we do, we need to start firing these off because you know, everybody wants to hear everything they possibly can about an IP diddle. <laughs> it diddle. There are no other podcasts on iTunes, ladies and gentlemen, where you can get this kind of education. And if you do get the IP diddle, I've heard penicillin works quite well. <laughs> the Voiceover Cafe. And by the way, something else I wanted to kind of bring up, because it seems like every year we get a little more saturated with voiceover conferences. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, some are are fairly legit. Some are just the opposite. Uh, Are there any this year where you guys are kind of planning on attending or you think looks interesting that you've never seen before or you've never heard of? I am holding back on expenditure for anything except Fafcon, of course. Yep. Yeah, me me too. Except they haven't announced it yet, and we're just patiently waiting. <laughs> I know it should. I, there should be uh, some type of announcement coming out. I would imagine uh, in the next few weeks. But uh, for those of you that aren't familiar with uh, FAFCON, they're basically it's called the Unconference. It's kind of a smaller uh, event of about a hundred people, uh, mainly voiceover pros. And they did try a FAF camp last year. Uh, I think they're going to do another one next year for uh, newer voice talents. And it's, you know, it's a little smaller, intimate. Uh, I know it's an unconference where, you know, there's different subjects. You go into all these different rooms and you can learn so much about the voiceover industry and you can also contribute and do your own class. It's really, the whole format is just fantastic. Yeah, it's really a great learning format. And so it's casual and and, and really it is the only one, FAFCON specifically is the only one out there that I'm aware of that actually caters mostly to the, the pros, the people already working yep. in the business that don't need demos, don't need a coach uh, that because they already have one or are working with someone, they already have demos. Uh, people that are already working in the business still need, you know, uh, we need, we like learning about tools, you know, new tools that we can do to improve our businesses. And that's what I found the most, uh, the, the most that I get out of FAFCON is, is really for that. And of course, you know, the, the nights at the bar with you guys. <laughs> and, and, and the mornings at the bar. Oh, yes, the mornings, the very early mornings. And well, that's... Trying to pry our eyes open for the first session. It's 8 It's only 4.30. <laughs> Come on, where has everyone gone? Well, it is kind of, you know, it's, it is kind of, I know it's called the, the unconference or whatever, but uh, it is very much, it reminds me of back when I was in radio, we'd go off and do these conferences out of town, and it really, uh, it, 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 becomes quite the party late at night there's no question about it mm-hmm. but there's a lot i mean the whole point of fafcon is it's peer driven and um, you're gonna hear trish talk about social media you're gonna hear you talk about the best way to get the top up for bottle of stella um <laughs> everything is peer driven uh there are there's no top table with the lineup of the usual suspects that turn up at all these things as lovely as they are yes but it's the same faces teaching the same stuff 
uh, every time at every conference. That's right. not what FatCon is. It's, right, and there's one of those every month now. Yeah, seems to be. Yeah, in every state, it, there seems to be some type of a conference now. The VoiceOver Cafe. Uh, well, that's cool. I appreciate you guys. I think we're pretty much almost out of time here. I think we'll, um, you know, the next time we get together, again, I don't want to promise a guest because every time I promise a guest, it just never happens. Shatner. Shatner. Yeah, Shatner. That doesn't, so this is kind of a different show, but that doesn't mean that we won't have a guest for next show. And, of course, uh, Tom Deere will eventually be back with another uh, Totally True Tales and some of our other features uh, will be back. But uh, this is kind of one of those, can we just get something on the fucking air kind of shows. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's been a while, but um, anything we, have, we have we have some really great guests that we've been trying to get on, and where our schedules just haven't been able to coincide. But um, we have some really good guests that we that have confirmed that they're going to be on the show. Actually, should should I announce the, the uh, latest it, one? Well, you've got <laughs> we've got a couple good on ones. We got a couple good ones coming up here. I, I think you yeah. can go ahead and, and and tell us the one that you have uh, ready to go. Okay, uh, John Bailey Crumpton, mm-hmm. who is the, he has millions of viewers, uh, sub- subscribers or whatever, on uh, YouTube for his Honest Trailers. He's the movie trailer Honest Trailers guy. Um, he's got a fantastic delivery. They're funny. If you've ever seen the Honest Trailers on, on YouTube, uh, if you haven't, uh, definitely get over there and just do a search for Honest Trailers. Uh, there's a million of them. He's got a bunch of them out there. And they're hilarious. And they get like four million views a piece, some of them. So he's done really well with them. And he's just kind of, kind of, you know, uh, he's he's very creative guy. And and, um, and our very own Rob Siglin-Pagley actually uh, helped us set it up uh, and contacted John. I mean, I'm friends with John on Facebook, but I don't really know him. So I didn't. Right. You know, I, I so I had uh, Rob contact him, and Rob's like, "Yeah, he, he'll come on." So um, we are going to try to set that up soon, and um, you know, talk talk to talk to John. And oh, and the other one uh, is one of the companies that I'll announce the the name of it later once we get everything really concrete. But um, there's a company that did the sound design for the. Um, the the British, uh, what was it the? It was the Jaguar. Oh no! It was the Jaguar, Jaguar. commercial. Jaguar. Jaguar. Uh, the Jaguar commercial for for the Super Bowl. Oh, hold and, on, hold on, hold on. It's good to be bad. <laughs> yes, that's it. So that commercial, the sound designers for that commercial are in England. Surprise, surprise. Um, and because it was it was uh um. Tom Hiddleston and I don't know who the I can't remember the other actor's name uh, but Sir anyway Ben Kingsley Sir Ben Kingsley that's who it is um, cool. so Tom Hiddleston if anybody know is Loki in the Avengers so um, anyway they were it was that commercial that they were in with the helicopter and everything so these guys this company did the sound design for for it and they did ADR work which is something we haven't really talked about on this show so I thought it would be a great they would be a great guest to get on I'm pretty excited and they've they've we've been just trying to you know I, I was I just found Twitter is awesome you just never know like how things happen and and I wound up connecting with them and 
they said they'd love to come on. So uh, we're just going to have to work it out uh, with the with the time zone, time difference and stuff. But uh, hopefully we'll get them on soon also. That sounds great. Well, hey, you guys have a great afternoon. I appreciate it. It's good to be back with you both. Terry Daniel here along with uh, Trish Bassani and Peter Bishop. Mm-hmm. This has been the VoiceOver Cafe VO News, served up piping hot. That's a wrap on another episode of the VoiceOver Cafe. This is Sean Caldwell. Thanks for listening. Be sure to check out other riveting episodes at voiceovercafe.org. 